Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and I've got Victor Speck over here with me. What's up, niggas? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> we'll try to keep things as PG and be a little bit more, you know, nice these days. Uh, how we say things. But, uh, yeah, what's up, people? Uh, and for the people who are, you know, not black, Listen to the show. I hope you guys are doing good too as well. Um, <laughs> ain't nobody listening. <laughs> <laughs> you be surprised, right? You never know. You never know. But um, yeah, guys, we uh, we are back, 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 back. Uh, yeah, we're back. Um, <laughs> we are back. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, a lot has happened. The semifinals have happened. We are going to cover the semifinals today. Uh, we'll cover France, Morocco, and we'll cover Croatia, uh, Argentina. And also we'll do our preview of what this final is going to look like. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. And then we'll also chat about some other uh, interesting things that have happened. We forgot to mention our last part. Chicha has left uh, Brazil. Uh, Fernando Santos, as we just recently found out, has been sacked uh, by the Portuguese um, FA. And uh, Jamie Carragher believes that uh, you must be English to coach or, or not to coach the England team or every, I mean, you must be from that nation, from that country to coach uh, that country. So we'll talk about those things today. Those are kind of the itinerary you got going on for the day. Hopefully it's not going to be too much of a long one. Um, we are a bit tired. I'm right now prepping for a trip uh, outside um, the city tomorrow. Uh, which will be back on Sunday. So we'll watch the we'll be watching the games, uh, the World Cup final in Banff. So that'll be interesting. Well, Victor's gonna be in Calgary. I'll be out in Banff. It'll be an interesting experience. Um, so yeah, let's do it. Let's do it up. All right, we'll start off with France, Morocco, France, France, Morocco. Oh. I, I think we. What did you call this? I can't remember. I should have listened to the last pod, but I can't remember what you called this. Did you call it from Morocco? I called it, yeah, I think, I, I, I said, like, you know, like, obviously, France had, like, a massive chance of, like, winning this, obviously, because of their quality, but I said Morocco has a say, like, they can have a say in this, right? Yeah. And they almost did, man, like, but, what a game, the thing, the thing with the France, the, this France team, right, not just this one, but the four years ago, it's all about their moments, Right? What I've noticed is they know how to take those moments. They can probably shit the bed all fucking game. But then there comes that one moment and it looks like, yeah, they're in. You know what I mean? The the game against uh, Belgium four years ago where they took their head in the corner after they were getting absolutely demolished by Belgium. And then um, this game as well, the, goal wa- the goals were not that good, right? It's not it's not to say that they were that good, man. They were just off lucky instances that created those moments, right? Is it luck though? Come on. It's partly luck. Yes, it's partly I, luck because I mean, if we're going to say that then we, if we talk about the Argentina Croatian game, that's basically what it was. Well, yeah, we we, we spoke about Argent- we haven't talked about the Argentina we game. We haven't, we're, but we're going to we're going to we're going to see But this that. this is the thing when it gets to this part of the game, in this part of the tournament, it's all about owning your moments. And this is where friends did perfectly executed it perfectly 
in those moments because in those moments you can't miss you have to take those opportunities you have to take those chances you have to make it count right and uh and france did that to a t they got it done even though even though i called the goals very lucky but you know that's part of it right and um morocco just didn't right morocco did not take their chances they had the chances but they didn't take it if they had buried these chances i think i think morocco would be in the finals but um that's not to say you know these are more hypotheticals now if 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 right should have could have would have at the end of the day france moves on right what what i would say about this game is france had morocco's number from the start um when i when i was watching it <laughs> i just was like so this you, is so you stopped watching it? No, I just stopped. I don't know. This is not uh, so. Uh, we'll talk. I don't think the 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 crew or the people listening know what happened in the Argentina game. So, mm-hmm. the Argentina Croatia game, I stopped watching after the third goal. As soon as the third goal went in, I switched the thing off, flipped it over to Call of Duty, and started playing Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> that was how frustrated I was by that match. But this game, um, as soon as the first goal went, it became a gripping affair. Yeah. The reason why I I'm in a way I I saw it from the get go was France just were doing a normal thing. Mm-hmm. France don't come at they don't come at you, they don't go after you, they don't chase you. They just kick back. They say, okay, yeah, here you go, take the football, do your own thing, and then we will we will re- we recognize we have the individuals that can hurt you in the break, mm-hmm. and we will absolutely use that to full uh, perfection, mm-hmm. and. The other thing, the other thing that also, so that was one part that obviously, as you mentioned, is the moments that are going to come. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that really uh, solidified it for me was when I saw um, Sice on the on the bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, on the field of play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy is walking on one leg. He's injured. Yeah. <laughs> he's injured. He got subbed off in like, what, 10, 10 minutes? Yes. And in fact, I think he's been, he's been injured since the... Um, Spanish game. The Spanish game. Yeah. And he's just been playing on one leg, mm-hmm. playing off adrenaline. Eventually, your body will will catch up to you. Yeah. Masrawi too as well. Mm-hmm. He's injured. Mm-hmm. But and then and then what really kicked it off for me? Morocco has been playing this whole tournament with four one four one. Yeah. For some reason, they decided to go. They decided to go five. So when they went five at the back. I knew for a fact they were trying to protect the guys that couldn't run. Yeah, they they were trying to do that, and the uh, and and then and then when I realized, I was like, "Ah, oh, you guys, you guys played." The, I mean, I don't know how Benoon is. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. that bad that you guys have to play him over size. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to play size over him. Yeah, or whoever else that you had on there. There's a bunch of other guys who were injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that moment, I realized that no matter what uh, uh, happens in this game, the French have have their number. Mm-hmm. So Morocco easily has to attack. They have to go on the attack because mm-hmm. if they, uh, or, or maybe they should have sat back even deep. They should have just given the ball over the French and say, yeah. break us down. And then, but regardless, they should have gone full fledged attack, full mm-hmm. press, high press. Yeah. That way they can protect. Their back line. That way it doesn't come back. It doesn't come back. But if it does come back. But it, do, but it does come back. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. France gets the ball. Mm-hmm. They only need one or two chances and that's it. Yeah. And then you have injured center backs. You have injured players on your field of play. So this is going to be mistakes. This is just going to be easier for them. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Anton mm-hmm. Griezmann came out of nowhere 
uh, well, first of all, Varane found, found an easy through pass. Anton Griezmann came out of nowhere, bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it in a very high high conversion area. Yeah. And the next minute, <clears throat> before you know it, bang, Whoa. France yeah. win. And I don't think Joe's happy with. Look, I'm just going to be straight up uh, honest with you. I was happy that France scored early. I didn't want this... Zero zero, slug it out all oh, the yeah. way. We get to. You wanted it to be entertaining. I wanted it to be like Morocco. I love you guys, mm-hmm. but you guys have to come out to play. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to come out to play, you and, to earn it. and 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 I was frustrated that they that they chose Saez over anybody. I would have rather seen them play with Someone their else, yeah. somebody else because at the end of the day, I feel like that's one of the things they that hurt them. them. Yeah. Um, so because then you're already taking away one sub, right? Yeah, you, you have away one, and, one player at the equation. Yeah, and he ended up subbing out very early. You saw in one moment, Giroud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, guys, I'm 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 pretty big. I'm a, I'm a I'm a chubby guy. I'll be honest with y'all, but I know for a fact you put me on a freaking hundred meter dash with Giroud, I'll beat him. I can bet you on this. <laughs> Anybody on this? Just give me one week, even not even two weeks. One week of training, I will beat that guy on a sprint. If that guy is beating, beating uh, what you call it, uh, size on a sprint, and like form. giving him 15 <laughs> yards, yeah, bro. At that moment, I was like, yeah, no, this guy should never So I don't know why why Regrari was... Uh, so hesitant to play the like, other guy. I, I get it, right? Like, I get it. The, the coach, he loves the players. He's got to, you know, give him some respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just felt that that was a miscalculation on his part. Um, and... Uh, he paid, he paid the ultimate price. Mm-hmm. He absolutely paid the ultimate price. On that first goal where Theo Hernandez scored, don't you think the defender could have saved it? I think uh, the defender could have, but I think the goalkeeper could have tried, but you're, bo- you're bordering on the line of... <sighs> it's so close, man. Mm-hmm. You can't really... At that moment, there's no... Like, how do you mean? The guy just, on the touchline? Yeah, the guy on the touchline. Like, if you see what happened, right, when the ball came, when Theo hit, hit it with his left, it literally just passed him by like that yeah. that much. But you're panicking, right? As a as a defender, you're panicking. You're trying to get something. You're trying to get contact. You're trying to get in back in line. Trying mm-hmm. to do something, right? So, it's not. It's, I mean, we we have it right up on the screen here. It's not as easy as, um, uh, oh, I can get good contact on the football. It's it's not that. Like you see, the, even Theo to an extent, Theo's uh, touch on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was sublime for him to have gotten over that and all of that whole stuff. It, it was sublime, but yeah, that he maybe should have done better yeah, on it. But I think I, I think honestly he could have saved it. Well, watching it like back and back and back, I was. But just that's like, not what's going through your mind. Your first thing is your goalie is out. I have to get back and protect my goal. Yeah, <laughs> and you're hoping it hits you so that you can get it out. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not thinking. Oh, I'm gonna move my leg and shuffle my feet. Like that's a split second decision. Mm-hmm. These guys here are some of the fittest athletes out there in the world, but. It's not as easy as, oh, let me just shuffle my feet and uh, I'll stop this from going through. It's mm-hmm. not as easy as that, man. So Yeah, Bono uh, should have done um, a little bit better too as well. Yeah, he could have done better, but I don't I don't blame him either. I, I, I think at the end of the day, they just got unlucky there. Yeah. That's just what it is, right? Like, so you, you could the play from Varane was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The movement from Griezmann was exquisite. exquisite yeah. You're right. And then, then you have literally, Mbappe just trying to You have Mbappe trying to do his thing, yeah. trying to score. But then remember, we always mention this. One person everybody forgets because he bombs up so much Steel. is Theo. Yeah. This guy is like an auxiliary striker or auxiliary winger, sorry. Um, Marcus Alonso. Like he just bombs up so much. It just baffled me. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can't pick all of them up. 
you really can't and he's there's nothing you can really do about that mm-hmm. so i i think he picked up a good position yeah. um he got lucky and he he converted it so kudos to him yeah there was something in the first half where um with morocco morocco's player was going for the ball right and the, the france player kicked him in the penalty box they never reviewed it uh theo hernandez yeah. so he, theo hernandez got the ball and then his follow up uh, he fell into uh Buffal. And then Buffal, there was a card they gave Buffal. I don't know why yeah, they gave Buffal they gave a card. card. I thought it was a joke, but I mean, welcome, welcome. These referees have been, I, shit. I don't know, man. They've it been really. Well, if Messi, would... Luka Modric, um, Bruno Fernandes all have to come out and say the referee is bad. Yeah, I, I don't it's think. raising a lot of eyebrows. I don't think they're, I don't think they're being helped uh, with um, VAR. VAR is not doing this Yeah, there was, a, there was a Canadian in both games, eh? <laughs> oh really? Okay. In the in the VR. Well, who knows? But, but but really, <laughs> but who knows, right? I don't I don't think I don't think the, uh, the VAR officials have done a good job to be like, hey, maybe nah. you should take a look at this. Yeah, they, they they and them themselves they should be like looking at it and then they should be like, have a look at this. Because even in the club in the club uh football world, right? This is usually what happens. VR will call and they'll be like, yo, 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 yeah. you need to check this out. You need to check this out. And then he'll blow the whistle, he'll stop the play, and then they'll review it, right? I, I have a feeling they've been asked by FIFA to be a lot more forgiving and to kind of trust more the referees on the fields. But that's not... Unless it's like, really, really has to be extremely bad. If it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Theo Hernandez touched the ball, he mm-hmm. slipped, he hit Bofal, the referee made a back call, whatever, yeah. right? <clears throat> so I have a feeling that's kind of the 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 FIFA's philosophy mm-hmm. or PG Mall, if you want to be specific, the referee community. Which is uh, in France. You know, I think that's... Uh, the, is PG Mall in France? Yeah, uh, PG Mall. Uh, France, France is the governing body of FIFA. Uh, I thought it was Switzerland. It's France. Switzerland is is, is the other governing body. FIFA is in Switzerland. It's yeah, not in France. yeah, FIFA is in Switzerland, but but major their governing body is in France. Their governing body is in Switzerland. It's not in France. Are you sure? Yes, <laughs> dude. I've been. Mean, oh, I just uh, recently... Europe is the one in France, right? What the frick? Yeah, you're talking about uh, maybe Euro guys, but it's, it doesn't mean anything whether they're in France. These are guys that they have put their whole hands together and said, "Okay, these are the people who are going to govern football for us." Mm-hmm. The headquarters uh, of FIFA is in Switzerland. Um, I actually just watched FIFA Investigated, so I, I mean, obviously I've known this from day one, but I'm just saying <coughs> FIFA Investigated, uh, they talked about, uh, you know, how FIFA was like, kind of like a, you know, old boys club kind of thing. Um, and then it was the British guy that was the FIFA president and then it switched over to Brazilian, Avalanche, and then from Avalanche, then it went to, uh, Seblada, but the the center the headquarter is in um switzerland, switzerland. so uh i know you guys want to start talking about your conspiracy theories if there's any conspiracy theory it's <laughs> not here <laughs> it, it, it's just the referees have been pure shit um but yeah so that's the that's the that's that's the thing that's the thing i think the, the refs just let everything go and uh which is uh fair enough um you know in this in this grand scheme of things but um, 
yeah, overall, I think um, the start of this game was good. The setup of this game was great. Um, yeah, it was founded, but it's not where it's located. <laughs> okay. This doesn't mean anything. Uh, PG Mall, where's PG Mall? Because FIFA is not really, you know, uh, PG Mall is what everybody needs to be looking at. I know you guys are trying your best to be looking at, oh, who's doing what? But um, it doesn't matter what, uh, you know, where, where they're from. It's all, at the end of the day, this is just all a bunch of people who run uh, the, uh, the, what they call it, uh, football for, for our group. Cool. All right, so we'll jump over to the next piece here on, on this game. Let's talk about uh, Morocco a bit. So, yes, <laughs> um, Morocco. So, you also mentioned, like, you know, some of the things that made it a little bit easy for them. But how do you see their performance in this game? I thought they were f- phenomenal, right? I think I think they were unlucky, just like I said, right? They were very unlucky, and they did just, just didn't take their moments, right? Um, <clears throat> one moment was... That bicycle kick that hit the post. Yeah, that right? was a good one. That was a beautiful... If that went in, that's goal of the season right there. Um, then, uh, what do you call it? Who was that guy that came in that subbed in for uh, uh, Nezri? Um, who subbed in for uh, Nezri? I don't know. Yeah, the other striker. The, the actual number nine of Morocco. Um, are you talking about El Shadira, but El Shadira had a red card. No, 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 not El Shadira. There's another guy who was wearing number nine. Mm, I don't know. Right? So he came in. He came in later. He's, yeah. he's the one that did the dribble, did the dribble, cut in twice after they won the ball high up the pitch, mm. and then he's the one who dribbled. Oh inside. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't remember. He didn't take his shot. He didn't take his shot. This is the problem. Look, this is the difference between and, and the commentator said this. Uh, you, he said he just needs something. He's like the to difference. Go he's to like bounce. He's like the difference between a good, you know, you can tell high level strikers and uh, strikers who are just not, not it. Right? Is they, the the high level ones know when to like do something, yeah. like take shoot their shot. Because right? you never know. You never know. The well, ball can go through. He also said it too. Yeah, the ball, the ball can, go can go through his legs, through his legs yeah. find his way in the back and, of the and net. And then just a few <laughs> minutes later, Mbappe comes up, that's dribbles same, three, four people, shape. and then just tries to shoot it. Yeah. If you look at even the first goal, Mbappe shot that shot. Yeah. And then Theo Hernandez was the one who got the rebound. Mm-hmm. This is just what happens. Like, you've got to take the shot. But this is the second time we saw this. I remember El Chidira doing the same thing mm-hmm. against uh, Spain. He ran up, did all the hard work, just pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. No. Pulled the trigger, no shot. It just baffles me how these guys uh, play professional and they just don't know how to do some of, one of the most basic things yeah. uh, in the in football and aspects. But anyway, that's beside the point. But, yeah. but so, Morocco is still good. Yeah, man. They, they, pinned, they pinned France in their own half. I think for like 45, 50 minutes around there. And they just kept playing them. Like, every time they get the ball, it's like France will try to clear. Morocco will recover. Then they'll push them back again. Oh, my God, man. Watching this, I'm just... <laughs> my uh, my levels of, of, uh, of mouth-watering of what Argentina is going to do to, to France. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. This Argent- this this That's what we all say, right? Like, Personally, I, as I said, like I feel like Argentina. Yeah. It, this feels more like we're gonna get in the Argentina part, but this feels like destiny for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Real, and but, to, and but, to do it with revenge too. Yeah, but the French team play like Real, man. They just sit back, yeah. they suck up pressure, they they just look, they stay in the game, and then all of a sudden, pop! Here's mm-hmm. one opportunity, pop! Here's a goal. 
Um, in fact, if there's anything that's Real Madrid that we can talk about, uh, Benzema apparently might be coming yeah, back for yeah. the last game. Could you imagine this? I, I think they I should. I don't think he will do it. Though. I don't think he will do it, but it would be hilarious. If yeah. He'll probably bring him on for like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah, but I mean, imagine if they're struggling to like mm-hmm. win, right? Yeah. He I takes off Giroud. Might be one of he brings games. like 10 minutes back. Benzema comes and scores a last minute equalizer. Mm-hmm. And then... He brings on, uh, I mean, then uh, goes into extra time and then Benzema kills it. It will be such a ridiculous, like, that will be ridiculous, but I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Benzema is fit and ready for uh, a game of this of this caliber at this yeah. point. But They said he's been doing practice matches with Real. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. But so, you never know. You never know. You never yeah. know. I mean, he is the, he's the reigning Ballon d'Or. So. Yeah, reigning Ballon d'Or winner. But we, we never know what's going to happen. So we'll, we'll see how things uh, we'll play out. We just have to wait and see. But, but I want to just, just go back to Morocco, man. Like, yeah. first of all, so I, at the end of the day, they failed to take their opportunity. That, yeah. that was the theme for this group. Yeah, but um, they, took, they took it to France, man. They They took it to France. They yeah. did their thing. They fought well. They yeah. they put in so much effort. Like, when I look at the way these guys play, mm-hmm. I was just like, damn. They made Africa proud, man. Yeah, they sure did. They sure yeah. did. Like, I'm... I'm, I'm we're, and we are indebted <laughs> to them in a way because we have the... What you call it? Uh, we've got the... Um, Oh geez, what's the next one? The 2026 World Cup coming up, and yeah. because of them, we're guaranteed nine spots, nine spots with yeah. a playoff, and I think one more thing for something else. Yeah, so because they're gonna place, right? They're gonna place yeah. in the top four. Yeah. So this is this is phenomenal news. So yeah. they've they've done they did their thing. They're warriors. I really really respect them, and it. I look back in a way. I, I I'm always gonna say I most kind of call this, and mm-hmm. we kind of call this like Moroccans. We always say Moroccans are the Brazilians for Africa. Like mm-hmm. the way they play. Like obviously they, you know, they're not. They didn't play like samba football here. Man, but, they, but in this game, but, oh, they played samba. No, not not in this game. In this tournament, oh, uh, yeah. even in this game too, it's not even samba football. It was just they just ran straight at uh, France, and France was like, okay, no, we're gonna kick they back. They just kept picking up but, angles. But um, but uh, the way they play, the way they move, the way they 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 the, they're good with the ball on their feet, just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the other thing too as well, also bodes well that they, they I think they had the highest uh, mixed representation. Yeah. So people who weren't born in their country but I don't give a fuck yeah, at the end yeah. of the day <laughs> more power to them for like yeah. finding ways to recruit and to be able to get the right um, you know uh, uh, what you call it uh, uh, people uh, to support and to play for their country mm-hmm. or their 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 parents country that to believe you know, in, believe in what they were doing yeah yeah, yeah. you know playing for their parents country getting like it's very difficult because some of the I mean you look at uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say, but you look at some of the the, the kids in in France. Yeah. These are, uh, they, you know, their parents are Africans, yeah. And here Majority they are, you know, yeah. and here they are playing for France instead mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, their 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 parents, not their home their, country, their because their home country, country is France, but yeah. their parents' country. So, kudos to what the Moroccans have done, and uh, more power to them. Great, yeah. great work. Now, I wanted to, to jump on one quick thing. Anton Griezmann. Man, this guy, I've been saying this, bro. This guy is so underrated. I, I know you, you, you say you've been saying it. You didn't say it last. Nobody called like last part, like Anton Griezmann oh, no, is going to be the guy. I, I, gonna... I know that Griezmann is always a, he's more of a threat than Mbappe. 
right? He is phenomenal. This guy, he's been hiding under the radar all through this tournament, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the level of maturity that he has shown this tournament is going to go down in the books. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, or we don't know what's going to happen against uh, Argentina, Argentina, you know, but the way he's carried himself, the maturity, the way he helps out defensively. There's one time I saw him pop up mm-hmm. on the defensive side and clear the ball. Yeah. Like that was how everywhere he was like, we have to make this happen. And that comes from experience. Mm-hmm. Because some of the, the the some of the younger guys would be like, eh, you know, like I'm playing my position. Yeah, right. Or they or they would be like, Oh, somebody else is gonna get that. Yeah, no. Yeah. But these guys understand that one last block, mm-hmm. that one last kick, that one last shot, that one last move maybe could make a was, difference. Yeah. Maybe right? what, what guarantees you either the game or yeah. in the long run, maybe the title, right? <laughs> so the maturity, yeah, man. man. He has been flying on, flying under the radar. And depending on how this thing works, man, you could... I mean, next game could be all messy. It could be it could be him versus Antoine, mm-hmm. right? So um, I just wanted to call him out because he's been so under the radar. I've been catching his games. I've been like, I've seen you. I'm seeing you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, you know, he's playing the midfield. He's, he's influencing the game has increased in a way, but at the same time, you don't expect him to do too much because mm-hmm. you have guys like Mbappe there. You have Giroud scoring left and center. And then you have somebody, a pacey-ass uh, Dembele on the other side too. Mm-hmm. But then out of all that, the only person who makes the connection and everything tick is Griezmann. Yep. So um, anyway, we'll, we'll chat more about the, the final and we'll, we'll, give, we'll give our dues over there. So... Uh, we'll we'll see how they can both impact the game mm-hmm. or what could potentially happen against Argentina. Yeah, over to Argentina. <laughs> this game, Argentina Croatia. <laughs> I was I, well. I was watching this game as a neutral, right? Because like obviously, those are two my both my teams, right? But um, <laughs> this guy has like fifty teams. I got seven teams. Oh, Jesus. Actually, if you think about it, when you add all of Africa, there's more. But um, yeah, so this game, <laughs> it was good. It started off good. Croatia was taking <laughs> it to them, right? Croatia was doing what they... But the thing is, Croatia just couldn't find that one finish. Like, um, or, or that one clear-cut chance that basically can get them something right and um yeah pretty much that was the story of their game right um i'm watching the the runs like kovacic makes man like brilliant brilliant runs but the thing is like they don't find him at the last the last run right if you think about it, because Kova, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I will, I will, But you, you cook, and I will, I will, I will finish it off. Yeah, because Kova, Kova comes in, but yeah. Kova comes in with such an energy that once he starts running, there's no way nobody catching him. Because what's happening is, as soon as he passes the ball diagonally, he's cutting in. Then the ball gets, he passes the second guy that's on his side, who's his teammate, right? And this guy, they send the ball over to to the. I think it was uh, it, it was Kramerich, right? So Kramerich, um, um, what do you call it? The the guy on the left side, you know, what, what is Bonasusa or whatever, right? He sends the ball over to Kram, and Kova already passed the ball to Kram, 
sent it to Bona, Bona sent it back to Cram, but all Cram had to do was place that ball inside the space. And mm. Kova would have been there for that final. And they would have at least done something there. But because he didn't play that, Kova's run was wasted, man. Mm. But, like, he played good, man. He played good. But one thing with this, this, this game was basically... Every time you notice that a fucking like Croatian guy was breaking on the counter, Argentina, it was almost like Argentina was coached by Jose Mourinho. <laughs> the way they would just the way they yeah. ran up, yeah, and it's not even just like the, one person would run up and close off the space so the so the player doesn't have too much to run with, another guy will come from behind and boom. So, so what I'll say one thing about this game, right? This game did not have any sort of like. The only superstardom that we have, obviously, is Messi. Yeah. Right? There was no, like, any outstanding battles that I could look out for. And be yeah. Like, oh, for example, when I look at the Morocco-French uh, game, one thing we didn't call out was... Uh, Hakimi, Hakimi and Mbappe. Non-Hakimi and Mbappe, actually. It was Hakimi and Theo Hernandez. Because if you look, Mbappe didn't want anything to do with Hakimi. <laughs> uh, Hakimi was that good marking him. Yeah. And um, eventually, the, the offensive side of the game... Uh, you can see, you can see how um, uh, Hakimi grew into the game offensively, mm-hmm. and who he was he against Theo. Yeah. Uh, defensively, who was uh, helping him out? It was not Mbappe. It was some. It was Fofana in the midfield. Yeah. So this game they didn't have any of that. This game was just simply messy. But that Z- was Ziyech was also cooking Theo though. Uh, Ziyech was also there because he was uh, the reason he wasn't really cooking him. In fact, Ziyech, I, I don't think Ziyech has had a good com- uh, tournament compared to what everybody's been saying. I think he's had an okay tournament. Yeah, it's been um, okay. And and this game, to be honest, he could have done more because Ziyech and uh, what they call him Hakimi mm-hmm. were two v one a lot against Theo. Mm-hmm. So. That was how he was cooking him. But yeah, they, he wasn't they, really they cooking combined, him. They combined, though. They combined. But, but yeah, that, that's the thing. But he wasn't really cooking him. But anyway, the Croatia, uh, Croatia, Argentina game had none of that. <laughs> he didn't have any person that I can look up and be like, okay, this. The only thing on paper we could say, oh, Modric versus uh, Messi. Mm-hmm. But Messi just was like behind the space Modric usually operates in, and that that if anything will force Modric to do more work. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Um, uh, we had, uh, who else? Uh, midfield, midfield battles. Okay, you want to talk about Brozovic, uh, what you call him? Kovacic, Kovacic and, and Modric. Sure, three versus one. Okay, Messi, but there's McAllister there, there's uh, Enzo. Enzo Fernandez. Look, guys, there really wasn't any parallels in this game. You could, no. the the only thing you could say was the best trio, and I still stand by this, the best trio this in the midfield, Brozo, Modric, Kovacic, Kovacic yeah. the best three of like they could only do what they can do. They could only do so much. Yeah. And at one point, they were winning the midfield battle. Mm-hmm. They really were, right? So at one point, they were winning the midfield battle, and um, uh, how do I put this? Uh, there was a moment where Kovacic was transitioning because Kovacic was playing lights out in the first like 10 20 minutes i was like what's going on this guy's like fired up right so brozovic uh sorry modric uh not bro jeez kovacic jesus kovacic. my brain i'm like they're all blending the now itches. yeah it itches uh, uh kovacic <laughs> at one point had a transition and the i think it was 3v2 and i was like kovacic 
if you give this ball to Kamarich, I'm sorry, you're an idiot. I'm sorry, you're an idiot. And you know what he tried to do? Give it to Kramer. He tried to give it to fucking Kramerich. Yeah. There was Perisic on the other side. The side. I was like, give it to Perisic. He will hurt this team. Mm-hmm. But if you try to give it to Kramerich, Kramerich does not know how to play football. I don't know where they... I don't know if he's Croatian. I don't know where he is. And this guy, uh, he tried... I think that he ended up getting fouled or something and it ended up being a free kick. I was like, Kovac, just give it to Perisic. Mm-hmm. You've done all the hard work. Give it to Perisic. And they give it to the right. And they give it to the wrong yeah. person. Yeah. This, this Kramerich has been garbage all tournament. He's been horrible all tournament. Give it to the right person. So... After that moment was gone, I said, look, you're not going to get an opportunity like this. That, mm-hmm. You're playing out of your mind. You have to take advantage when you're playing out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get a second opportunity like this. Yeah. Paris was in the best position. You didn't give him the ball. He got a free kick. And the rest was history. Yeah. Next minute, penalty, bang. You know. So, the other thing, too, as well is... Not, the, this the, this the, is... Sorry. That, uh, the, the, before the penalty... Right. I don't even want to talk about the penalty. I just want to just talk about the the referee, it, the matchup. Not even the referee. The referee. Everybody's crying about him. It, that that was fifty fifty. The the matchup, this matchup yeah. was a horrible matchup for the semis for the semifinals. <laughs> and this is no fault of Croatia's. The, this is the fault of Brazil. If anything, mm-hmm. yeah. because. You ha- you had a semifinal for the ages. I don't know if Brazil would have won it, mm-hmm. but it would have given us a much better semifinal matchup than a Croatian matchup. And it showed from day one. This is why I don't like underdog teams. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, guys. You guys, I don't know if maybe people have heard, who've been listening to this podcast have heard this a lot, but I despise underdogs making it this far. Morocco is an exception because they're African. Mm-hmm. But I hate whenever underdogs make it this far. They just give us horrid ass semifinals, and then we are fucking slugging it through um, all through these semifinal matches, and we're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> and I was I was worried about that because I was like, "Okay, Croatia doing their thing, they're they're doing they they're getting somewhere," and then all of a sudden, Lovren, I don't know what he was doing, ball over the top, bang! He wasn't even paying attention. Alvarez is clean through. Next thing you see is a penalty, mm-hmm. right? Was it a penalty? Was it a penalty? I would say it's 50-50, and it's up to the referee. I think I think at the end of the day, the goalkeeper and comes out. They, still, they, contact, they didn't even check penalty. it either. Yeah? They did not do the replay. That's another thing, they too, right? This is why I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but there's a lot of finicky things that have happened this World Cup. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't. But I think it's just referees botching it. These are... Human beings botching things. I just but, but I another thing though, <clears throat> if if there really was like a conspiracy theory, right? Wouldn't they make it for Messi and Ronaldo? They tried. Uh, I mean, the Argentinian referee against uh, Morocco was phenomenal. Uh, contrary to all the garbage you're hearing from uh, Pepe and Bruno, <laughs> the referee was the referee was great. Yeah. He was a good ref. Yeah. He was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't know. Or you can say, I mean, I said they tried, but I mean, I don't mean they tried. I, I mean, they, they, they gave us good referees. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it's just referees are botching it. They don't know. When you watch, this is why I love 2018 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember any of these type of controversies in 2018? Mm-mm. No. They use VAR to perfection. Mm. Why? Because they called it as how it is. I think this no, this year because they had the Germans doing the bar. 
I, 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 no, everybody, everybody has different uh, referees that do VAR. The best, the best, the best VAR. Referees. It does not matter. Twenty eighteen doesn't matter who was the best or nothing, not German or nothing. Nah, it was. It, was, it wasn't only Germans that were doing it. <laughs> referees that do these things. How would you say would they had the German referees? There's multiple referees in the fucking thing. Yeah, but man, the Germans what are the, the ones fuck? that have put the VAR already to perfection. What do you mean? There were multiple fucking referees in 2018. It wasn't only German referees and VAR. Bro, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you, man? I believe this shit. What the fuck? Because they had the Germans doing the VAR. Who else do, does the VAR? Who, 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 you tell me there's not a referee that do VAR? <laughs> Fuck, man. Don't get me going here, man. What's up with this dumb shit? You first of all said, like, fucking, oh, it's the French, man. So you're trying to insinuate something. Now, oh, they had the Germans doing it. 2018, they, they have to they, pull it up. How many people were doing, how many different countries did VAR? They were clean. Pull it up. Let me see how many different countries. Was it Germany only that was doing the VAR? My God, man. Oh my God! You just you you. I don't know, man. You just triggered me right now. You've been saying some real wild shit today. It's been driving me insane. But this is the cake. I am sorry. You better freaking get yourself in line because <laughs> this shit's trying to drive me insane, man. Fuck, bro. Oh my God. Anyway, I I don't have time to be even talking about this shit. You've lo- you've made me lose my train of thought right now, and it's fucking <laughs> driving me insane. Uh, but, but, but there you have it, folks. Uncle CB's What the fuck? What the fuck is this bullshit? Oh, yeah, they had the Germans doing the VAR. What the fuck? They have different referees that do the VAR. <laughs> the fuck? Man, you better stop it, man. Stop fucking, like, talking out of your ass, man. It's trying to piss me the fuck off. Anyway, uh, back back to the show. But, yeah, like, the... the I don't even fucking know what the fuck I was talking about. But, yeah... This whole referee thing, I think people need to chill the fuck out. I just think referees, I don't know what the hell is going on, but they're losing the plot. I think a lot of referees are losing the plot, or maybe there's a lot of newer referees that don't have a lot of experience, or maybe FIFA's trying to be more diverse. Oh, we're going to give it to more countries, and that's fair, right? Um, and they're doing a, they're botching it. They're doing a shit-ass job. So I think that's just it. They need to figure out that whole thing. They need to figure out who's doing what. But there is... I don't see any fucking conspiracy theory whatsoever. Uh, if you want to talk about Argentina and Ronaldo, look, Argentina won outside of the bracket. Portugal needed to be Morocco. Mm-hmm. Portugal did not be Morocco. Simple as that. At the end of the day, Argentina had one of the worst referees. And that could have gone 50-50 this World Cup. Yeah. La Hoth was horrible. It could have gone 50-50. So... You can claim whatever you want to say. At the end of the day, I just think the referees just have been making dodgy calls and everybody's like, oh my God, they wanted to be this. I just think people don't like this World Cup being in Qatar and that's why they're making up a lot of bullshit. <laughs> uh, bottom line, it's in Qatar. It's about to finish. Everybody shut the hell up. Watch the fucking tournament. Stop crying. Um, and, uh, you know, if if whatever happens, happens, you take it for what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back to the game. That, in my opinion, was 50-50. It's up to the ref. Livakovic didn't cover himself in glory. Um, but in general, the, the one thing that really upset me about this game, as I said, I, I'm, I didn't like this profile of the match in the first place. Croatia, I felt would... I, I mean, I thought Croatia could use their midfield. They didn't have enough offensive firepower. They could have scored goals, yes. They could have done something, yes. 
But at the same time, I just I was really let down by them. Mm. Um, but overall, what I will say one thing that really, really frustrated me this this World Cup, the thing that drove me insane this World Cup was this. That stupid corner kick. Yeah. That stupid corner kick. Every freaking person have been I don't every team I've been seeing have been taking those dumbass corner kicks. Guys, throw the fucking ball into the box. Throw it into the box. I know you want to pull them out. You want to do all this. Throw it into the box. And the moment I kicked it out of Brozovic, Argentina read it like a playbook. Boom. Hit it. And the rest is history. Alvarez with the most R2 play. But they didn't, they didn't give a corner, though. No. No, 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 no. You're not getting me. So the second goal. Oh, the second one. Okay. Remember what Croatia did? Mm-hmm. They were trying to pass it, and then oh, we're gonna down dump it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. Just fucking put it through. How, how tall are the Argentinians, man? What who's the tallest guy on that team? <laughs> Christian Romero. You guys have Louvre, you have Vardial, you have Perisic. All guys that can take these guys on. Kramerich, I think, is even taller than most of the Otamendi is like what five foot nine? Mm-hmm. Guys, throw the fucking ball into the box. What is all this Mickey Mouse stuff? That's what Netherlands did. What is all this making? Yeah, that's but ne- ne- yeah, that's what they did. They Dutch were trying to be all like beautiful with Frankie De Jong, and then they realized, guys, we're two 0 down. Mm-hmm. We gotta get a goal. They brought up Weghorst, six foot six, Luke De Jong, six foot three. <laughs> Mark them then. Mm-hmm. Mark them. Mark their heads. Mark them. Let's see. <laughs> no matter how much you jump, you're not gonna be able to mark that shit out. Right, so mm-hmm. I, I just I, I really I really was um, uh, how would I put it I really wasn't uh, uh, impressed with Croatia. I I just felt like they let it go, and then you can talk about that third goal, Vardyol. Let's talk, let's talk about know. the second goal, man. That the ball comes out, Messi just taps it. He gets tackled, right? He taps it, gets tackled. The ball is off. Julian Alvarez is going. He's gone. But the thing is, like. Uh, what is it? The South Americans? Like, what is this thing? Like, you lose the ball and the ball comes back to you. Like, I don't understand. Julian Alvarez is moving with the ball and literally try, he dribbles. He, he does very nice because, uh, what's his name? The guy on the left side freaking creates a decoy movement, right? Yeah. So they're pulling the, the, the uh, a defender goes with him. He's literally in the box coming in. He goes moving. I think Bonasosa taps the ball. Just declare it bounces up Julian. The ball comes back out. Another defender comes, hits it, and it bounces up Julian. Yeah. And the ball's rising, and Julian just that, and it's a goal. Argentina has been involved in two of the most PlayStation FIFA goals <laughs> at this World Cup. One was the free kick. The other one was this goal. One they made, one they conceded. Yeah, this one I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I honestly I would have I would have clipped him. Yeah, at some point, right? I would have clipped him. The moment the guy was off... A, it would have been a penalty. It w- no, before he oh, gets before it, that? right? Like, I saw Brozovic. Brozovic doesn't have rapid pace to no, catch no, up no. with him, but right? But Sosa, one of them, should have gone like, this guy is mm-hmm. on a mission. We're going to put our body, put something. But he didn't. This is my problem with Sosa. I think Sosa, I mentioned, like, he's he's been off mm-hmm. uh, this World Cup. I think he only had a couple of good games earlier on against Canada. But, I mean, it's Canada. It's not, nothing to worry about. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, what was the other game? B- before Belgium, uh, Morocco. He had oh, a decent okay. game. 
But then the Belgium game, I was like, hmm, he doesn't look that great. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I was like, yeah, he's okay. oh, not that bad. He's technically gifted, but he just doesn't know how to defend. Yeah, he should have just hit him. and Just put your body on him, throw him down, mm-hmm. force something. And those guys are breaking at pace. The worst they can do is take a wild shot. They'll call it back for a free kick. Yeah. You give your guys time to get back in shape, and then you have prevented a goal. Mm-hmm. This is my problem with Croa- the Croatia game. There was no desire. It didn't seem like the only people that had the desire to win was their midfield. They had a philosophy, mm-hmm. midfield or nothing. That's their philosophy. Yeah. If the midfield fails, they all fail. And I did not like that. I, I don't... I, I just I hate whenever underdog teams get into this far, man. It really fucking pisses me off. We got rid. We we, we looked at a World Cup uh, semifinal where Brazil could be that, mm-hmm. and we do not get that now because of this. And then we got this shit. Because really? Brazil's fuckery. Because of Brazil's fuckery. Fucking! I don't want to watch Fred play again. I I think I texted this in the in the chat. Yeah. I don't want to watch. If I see this guy on the Manchester United <laughs> TV, I'll turn it off. That's how freaking upset I am with that Brazil team. Because this would have been a semi-final for the ages. But rather, we got put up with this bomb shit. Ah, yeah, no. Don't worry, we'll get the semi-final of the ages in no, 2026. No, no we're not going to get no semi-final. Nigeria is there. We're not going to get no Nigeria will not even make it. Like, everybody's improved uh, so much football-wise. Football is so high level at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many up-and-coming teams. In four years' time, I don't know. Um, but... On Argentina's side, on Messi's side, honestly, look, man, this is destiny, man. I don't see how any other team can pull it off. Like, they they have luck on their side. They're growing from strength to strength. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've had some crazy last seconds, but I just feel like they just destiny so much. This is Messi's last World Cup. He says, he said it now. Mm-hmm. This is it. And then why he did the Vardio, like, my God, like, <laughs> oh my goodness like I, I mean at the end of the day Vardio is no slouch when I was assessing that I was like Vardio did everything right the only idiot that didn't do his job right was Lovren mm-hmm. that was because he should have come across and helped yeah. out his centre back but he didn't but he just watched as Vardio got torn apart um, and even Kovacic I think could have done better he should have gone goal side he tried to cover the other side and mm-hmm. thinking Vardio would do the other nope um, but overall dude I just feel like Destiny's on Messi's side, man. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing you can do. This guy has done everything in football, and I think this is finally his coronation. This is a procession. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be watching a final where Argentina takes the cup. I just don't see any other way, like how football is going right now, this World Cup, except them. Mm-hmm. Messi's too good. He's just he's finally figured out the 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 matrix out. He now knows what he needs to do: score his penalties, give his team a chance. Mm-hmm. Create whenever he needs to create. Take some beautiful goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, do what you need to do. Do what, it, time do, what you need to do. Yeah, right. And then kill games off. Make people look like like crap if mm-hmm. you want to. Um, and become and, even more aggressive. And then be fortunate. Be lucky. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you rather be lucky than be good. Because that Brazil not making that that semifinal mm-hmm. is destiny. Because that Brazilian side, if they had made, made the semifinal, I'm not saying they're going to 100% win, mm-hmm. but my goodness, I don't think this Argentinian side will, will be will be going on skate. I think this game would have been like a bloody affair, maybe 1-1 penalties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe 1-0 Argentina, 1-0 uh, Brazil. Who knows, right? Yeah. But they just got lucky and look at where they are now. Cool. 
Alrighty. Um, I don't know if we want to say anything else uh, about the game, um, or maybe we can just jump over to our final preview. Yeah, let's just go to the final preview. Okay, final preview, man. Ooh. What do you think is going to happen this game, man? I think Argentina is going to fucking pick apart fucking France. Really? Yes, I think... I, I want you to predict this game to be like 5-0 for Argentina. <laughs> just, just for the good, can good you, vibe. Can you imagine if it actually happened? Yeah. They're absolutely going to pick them apart, man. France is not ready for this game, to be honest. Like, I think so, eh? I don't, I don't think so. Because what I've seen... You I mean, you think so? Yeah. 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 What, okay. From what I've seen, Morocco was the only team that could play Argentina. I think so. But now... If, it fits Morocco. It fits Morocco. And injured Morocco, yes. though. <laughs> they they'll get the frying... Yeah. As you're saying that Argentina will the tear frying, them up. They'll go to the frying pan. Yeah, they, they would have torn uh, yeah. these guys up, too. But yeah, like, man, like Argent, the way... If, if, if France even think to play the way that they're planning on playing, mm-hmm. like the way they played against Morocco, yeah, Argentina will pick them apart, bro. And they, this is the thing, like... The, they're just waiting for that. They're just waiting for it. Play low block. I dare you. <laughs> Play a low block. I dare you. Like, it's going to be a fucking blood battery. I think 3-1. I think Argentina wins this. 3-1, eh? 3-1. I, I don't know what the scoreline is, be, but I, I just want to say something. Out of If you want to look at from a coaching perspective, look, guys. I, guys, we've made a lot of predictions this World Cup. It has finally come down to Argentina, France. If anything, you probably shouldn't listen to us, uh, what we say, because... What we say today, tomorrow, the opposite could happen. <laughs> um, and I think we're both in agreement because, like, for me, I always called it the semifinal. But for me, that was clear that what I saw based on paper mm-hmm. was Portugal. Um, against, against France. Uh, Portugal. Not even Portugal against, yeah, not even Portugal against France. Just Portugal. Mm-hmm. The Dutch. Argentina, Brazil. These were my final four from day one. I will never forget that. I will always say it. I will say it to today, to tomorrow, to next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and those for me were what I envisioned the semifinal. Now, obviously, what the semifinal turned out to be was completely different. France against Morocco, who mm-hmm. would have called that. Argentina against uh, Croatia, who mm-hmm. would have called that too. So, um, I think what I have done is I have learned a lot this World Cup, you know, we can make predictions. We can say what we want to say is going to happen. We can say, hey, this is what's going to happen. But it may not happen. We're still learning. Football is such a beautiful game because if it was played on paper, those names that I called out, I mean, the Dutch would have still faced Argentina regardless. Yeah. So it would have either been France or England mm-hmm. that would have made the semifinal and we've seen France made it. Who did I call? But um, I don't even remember who you called. I just remember this because this is the the the... the 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 way my brain mm-hmm. recognized those foreign countries as the as the semifinalists, but it could have been it could have been any any of them, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's Argentina, and I think out of this thing, we've been calling Arge- one of at least Argentina to be the semifinal, and they finally made it out of the group that we called out. Mm-hmm. I think Argentina will win this World Cup. Yeah. Now, how will this happen? How did this get here? You got to look at Lionel Scaloni. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been one of the most flexible, flexible managers this World Cup. Yeah. Um, he got the initial gut punch from uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi, yeah. And if you guys watch back that game, they was fine margins. Mm-hmm. Argentina would have been won that game 5-2 yeah. on any other day. Yeah. Give you, uh, they played it another nine times. They would have won that game 5-2 mm-hmm. at least. But 
it wasn't meant to be. And I think that woke that Argentina side up. Yeah. They were like, hmm. And also, it also woke up Lionel Scaloni. Because then he was like, maybe I shouldn't go gung-ho all the time. Maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't press like a maniac. Like, get my guys up, push them up. They're not as good as we are. We're yeah. better than them. We need to adapt. Yeah, we need to adapt. And then if you go back, you watch that Mexican game. Mm-hmm. The Mexican game, Lionel was, that game was, was like do or die. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins, wins. Obviously, Mexicans came with a lot of blood and thunder. They were excited. We want to do whatever it takes to win this game. We're mm-hmm. going to fight for the right to win this game because we don't want to go out right now. Yeah. So they played one of the toughest, toughest halves of football um, until I can't remember. I think was it uh, who broke the deadlock again? Uh, was it um, Alvarez or whoever? I can't remember now. The game is fuzzy in my mind. But I remember it was 2-0. Mm-hmm. But at that moment... Uh, or Messi, either Messi or... I think it was either Messi that broke the deadlock, but whoever, I can't remember. In which game? Or McAllister, Mexico. My Mexico? brain my brain is fuzzy now. It was now. Messi. Was it Messi? Yeah, I think, yeah, because it took Long from outside, outside the box, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, maybe, anyway. My brain is so fuzzy about the whole details. Yeah, no, it was Messi who scored. Are you sure it was Messi or was it Alvarez? No, it was Messi. Messi Man, cut... You, Messi, you have your Messi phone. Messi cut in and then smashed it in. Was it? Was it? Or was that the Polish game? In which one? No, the Polish game was where Alvarez scored. Yeah, and Messi, then, Messi scored the Messi Mexico scored game the because Mexico. that was the that was the game that they needed to they win. needed to win. Yeah. yeah, so exactly. So there's another thing to Messi. Yeah, this is the, this is the consistent thing I was gonna get to right. Mm-hmm. But you look at that game; they played it like it was a final. They played it. Well, who's who scored there? Oh yeah, Messi. Messi. Yeah, Messi was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Fernando Fernandez got second. But they played that game like it was a final game mm-hmm. because that was do or die. Yeah. If Mexico got one point, then they would have been under immense yeah. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. They would have been going over to the other side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. They would have been playing against the French team or against the... Uh, I think I have my my folks mixed up here. Because, uh, uh, yeah, either, either French or English yeah. or whoever, right? They would have gone on the other side of the bracket, which was the intense side, mm-hmm. right? So... Um, that game, I think, was when they now realize we have to be tactically flexible. Yeah. They came out against Mexico, kept it tight, got the breakthrough through Messi. Messi, mm-hmm. like, popped up, took his team, took the charge, got the result. Then you now go over to the next game, Poland. Poland were a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why. Well, another team, this is another reason why I don't like honor. This is why I hate what is happening, what is coming up in 2026. 48 teams, guys. You think you're seeing shit right now? You're going to see it times fucking 10. You're, you're going to see it in 4K too. Anyway, and I'll be watching those games too because I love it so much. I want to be a part of that, that World Cup. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, Poland came up. They ripped them to shred. They could have won it 3 nothing. Messi missed the penalty, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then after that, then you started to see Lionel play, play in his mind how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. Australia, they dominated. Yeah, Australia came back 10 minutes, whatever. They should have done it earlier. They didn't do it. My Ryan screwed up, whatever. Yeah. And they looked sus. But at the end of the day, I was like, Lotaro Martinez had like three, four chances. He didn't score, right? Yes, so they could have been... Like they, seven or six. Yeah, could have been 5-1. <laughs> they didn't, but anyway. Then we go over to the Netherlands game. They dominated the Dutch, mm-hmm. okay? Like, the Dutch had to pull a miracle, and that and that was and that was that shows you how good mm-hmm. the Dutch side are too because mm-hmm. they had these threats to to threaten them even though they were bad they still had these threats to give them threat yeah. but all through I have seen maturity in Lionel Scaloni he has gone through all this stuff and just said look you know what it is what it is mm-hmm. 
I can't press all the time. I have to look at sustainability all throughout the tournament and I have to adjust my style. Mm -hmm. I have to make sure, okay, you know what? That team may not be as good as us, but they can hurt us on the break. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to add three on the back. And that's what he's been doing all throughout mm -hmm. this tournament. So I'm very, very impressed. I'm very, very impressed with the with the Argentinian manager, do his ability to adapt throughout this whole tournament. Yeah. Um, and it's really put me in a place where I have, I've, you know, I've always had to watch what I say now because, I mean, I always used to watch what I say before, but now even more so because sometimes we talk about all this stuff like, oh, here's what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. You get to the game, none of that shit fucking happens. Yeah. Argentina literally just ran with the ball, ran straight. They just, they, 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 I put the tactics in my uh, thing in my head. I was like, this, this, it was a straight arrow. Yeah. Like, forget everything, just put the ball through and then bang. Mm -hmm. That's how they scored the two goals. Yeah. So, you can, you, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about here. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we just have to learn. But at the end of the day, I just think, They've been the most flexible team. I've been saying it. Argentina mm -hmm. look like this is a procession. This is destiny. It's this a procession looks, and a succession. This looks like their World Cup. It looks like Messi is going to solidify himself as the greatest of all time, if you want to call it. Let me say Maradona is. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. Some people say Pele. I don't really care about these things. Um, but, uh, uh, dude, you barely even were born. You weren't even born. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't even watch a single game. Anyway. You've been saying a lot of shit to piss me off all day. So I'm, I'm not... Yeah, Maradona's been more, my, favorite, my favorite player, bro. No, he is not. You're mm -hmm. just saying this right now. You've bro, never we said spoke this about often. this when he died. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> On the same podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, whatever. But, um, yeah, the... 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 Uh, the... Uh, I should thought now. Anyway, but yeah, I think... I think... I think the Argentinians have this in the bag but let's go back on the french side mm, there's a lot of threats the french are the masters of looking like we don't want to play this game yeah we just want to score goals defend and then just take out owning, owning their moments that's it they own their moments and in games like this in the finals you have to own you have to own your moments right they have so many game changers um uh, guys like Giroud, even though you don't think about him as much, but whenever he puts on a French shirt, 2018, he scored a goal, mm -hmm. but it didn't even matter because he knew what he needed to do to get that team over the line. Now he's scoring goals yeah. when they need him. Um, then you've got Anton Griezmann, and then you've got, you can't forget his name, you know, Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. But apart from all of that, everybody forgets the other guy, which I keep telling everybody. The best left back in the world. Regardless of what anybody says, oh, you got to cook. No, I think he's the best. Even though he had a rush of blood against England, he's still the best left back in the world for me. <laughs> Theo Hernandez. This guy, people keep forgetting about him, right? They keep forgetting about him. So you never know. Molina may be pushing up, trying to take up all the space up front because that guy just has Duracell batteries in him. <laughs> But Theo Hernandez is the guy on his own side. So you can push up, put a lot of pressure on Theo Hernandez. But the moment Theo Hernandez gets a sniff and you guys occupy Mbappe or mm -hmm. whatever... He's going to be there. He's going to be there. Right? Yeah. So my only thing is, I think French need Rabiot badly back. What for, happened to him? For, he was sick uh, oh, last he'll be, game. He'll be good by then. Yeah. Fofana did not strike me. I wasn't confident with him. He didn't look very good to me. So this this guy Fofana is the guy that's coming to Chelsea, right? Is he? 
Y- yes. I don't know. He's from AS Monaco. Is he coming to Chelsea? Is it? No, he's from some guy from Molde. No, that's a different guy. That's a different Fofana. No, no okay. this this guy is uh, from AS Monaco. So he's not coming in, you guys. Okay. He's not that good. I don't know if you guys will need him. Datra, Datra Fofana, I think, is the guy we're getting. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy, uh, the, the other guy who I wish they don't bring back because he was also sick, was Open Makano. Oh, yeah. Konate, in my opinion, has done enough to say, hey, start me for the final. Mm-hmm. I think if Didier Deschamps pulls up a Makano, your prediction of 3-1 will become a... Because you guys just saw what um, Messi did to Vardio. Mm-hmm. Open Makano will get absolutely ripped to shreds. Ripped to infinity. If, if he's playing against Messi. If he's playing against Messi. Yeah. You cannot have a guy like Open Makano there. If you put him in there... I can guarantee you Messi will tear him in. In fact, you predict 3-1. If Open Meccano plays, I predict 5-0. <laughs> <laughs> it will be like no, two fr- goals. The Francesca the, squad it will be, No, no, no. They will be so rattled because the first two goals will pop, pop in. Mm-hmm. Open Meccano comes in, fouls Messi in the box, penalty. Mm-hmm. Bang. Right? Yeah. Then the next minute... But Shumeni can also foul in the box too. Shumeni too as well, but it doesn't matter. Open Meccano is going to be the one that will <laughs> foul in the box. Can you right? just here predicting or oh, imagine, I'm, I'm, imagine the game starts at Open Meccano actually has a good game and too many fouls. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Open Meccano, if he starts, is fouling Messi in the penalty box. So Alvarez in the penalty. This guy is going to get turned. He doesn't know how to defend. He doesn't like defending. He likes right? playing and, and And you guys see, right, what he was doing to Bukayo Saka and they were letting it go. Mm-hmm. Against Messi... They will not let one they'll, little they'll thing go. It. The moment you breathe on him and he goes down, <laughs> that referee wouldn't even look right to the penalty. But referee was outside the box. <laughs> no, no, no. It was inside, inside the box. Inside. Are we going to do a VAR review? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. There's no VAR review needed. Know, we already, we already know, know it was inside the box. <laughs> Open Meccano will foul Messi. You guys, be- you guys better put a bet on this. If, 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 if Open Meccano starts... On Sunday, he is fouling Messi in the box for a penalty. Open Meccano fucked up his shit, man. To be honest, he could have. He's it, he's it, not that good of a defender. He's a he's a ball playing center back. Yeah, he's a ball. But the thing is, you went to a team that doesn't defend. Absolutely, right? absolutely. But then now in France, he's in a team that defends, defends. for their life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm Didier Didier Deschamps, Didier, please. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the best thing you should do is you play Konate. Watch, I'm saying the, Konate now. The, prof- they're gonna, the profiles are off. They're going to play Konate now. Konate is the one who does the business. <laughs> but like, but Konate had such a good game and I feel like Konate is such a big game player. Yeah. Such a big game player. He gets injured all the time, but he's such a big game player. That fuck is in Liverpool, right? He's in Liverpool, yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, he gets injured all the time, but he is a big game player. You have to start him in this game. If you play up a Meccano, I'm sorry. Uh, you only play up a Meccano if you want the, the ball. Didier, you guys don't play with the ball. What is this? Park the bus. You guys love to park the bus. You're parking the bus against Morocco, man. Like, come on. <laughs> so, Yeah. He he has to he has to start uh, Konate in my opinion. But hey, this is what we say, right? This is what I'm telling everybody, right? Mm-hmm. We say all this stuff, and then opposite happens, right? Yeah. Um, it could it could oppositely happen. It could, but a lot but of times this this safe. World Cup, everybody who's who's been I want to see people's predictions at the start because everybody who's been predicting shit 
mm-hmm. has all had to be like, yeah, yeah like we, we made a mistake, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Because nobody, nobody, Morocco screwed everybody's bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except for me, because I, I didn't do brackets, but I knew Morocco, I didn't think we were going to go all the way to the semifinal, mm-hmm. but I knew they were going to make it past uh, the group stage compared to some Canadians who were telling yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, USA, Morocco, yeah. and uh, Croatia. Yeah, some, some Canadians were telling me, oh, no, Canada is going to go through Morocco, not that good. Oh, my God, what happened. Um, <laughs> But uh, yes, I'm just saying it, guys. Like, I know I've just said you guys shouldn't listen to us, but listen to me. If Upper Meccano starts, we are going to see 5 0 Argentina. If Upper Meccano doesn't start, we are going to see 2 mm, 1 Argentina, I think. Mm-hmm. I think. I think France has enough to hurt them, but I think the Argentines just, this is destiny, man. The Messi's leaving with his World Cup. He has the team he needs now. If he doesn't win it now, bro, bro, we got to see the Bella. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. 10, I, 10, I, I, 10, I, I, I switched it off at that point. But like, he will, he do you think? Good. Do you think? You, do, you, do you still think the Bella is gonna be I, the I, one? I still think it's gonna be the Bella. You think it's gonna be the one? So, so he's gonna this, score like the game winning goal in the last this, like ten minutes. This is a succession. The succession is coming. Mm. Right? Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um. All right. But yeah, that's that's the that's the preview. Mm-hmm. Uh. We. You think it's three one? I think two one Argentina. Depending on who the defenders are gonna be. If Rabio starts, I think it's still gonna be two one. Mm-hmm. Um. If Upper Meccano starts, it's gonna be five nil. That's my prediction. <laughs> um. I just don't see how the French side. Now, I will say this one thing though. I want to give Didier Deschamps credit too, just like we've given Lionel Scaloni. Yeah. Didier Deschamps is playing with seven of his key starters not in this tournament. Or yeah. six of his key starters on this tournament. And that's that's the thing. This is the thing people don't understand. You need to freshen your squad up. Look at how many times Pep talks about it. Look at how many times he's implemented it. How many times it has worked. You know what I mean? The squad eventually starts to die. Right? Mm. It starts to die. Their legs start to give up. No matter how good of players they are, you should always have sufficient enough replacement coming. You should have in. always have a succession plan. Yes, but what if the other guys are not like, good enough? Like look at look at Croatia now. Who the fuck is gonna take over there? But what if they? That's so what I'm saying. What if they're not they're not good enough? I was gonna actually use Croatia as my example. Yeah. Because who replaces Modric then? That's the, it's gonna be Kova. Kova will replace Mod. Then who else is gonna be in the midfield? Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think, are they gonna I think switch they, to like a four four two? They strategy? got they got a guy that's uh, that's been playing here and there in the middle, Pekovic, right? So I think he's coming in as well. Pekovic is a striker. Why was he playing midfield? <laughs> I don't know because they they just needed something. Maybe Pasalic. Oh yeah, to the, play midfield, but he's he's not even that good in midfield, yeah. right? So who do you? We loaned him out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but who do you bring in? It's crazy. So you you don't have a like this is national team. You don't just mm-hmm. buy players. Yeah. Unless you just want to say, hey, we're gonna blood some of the kids from Africa and mm-hmm. you know bring them in here and then work with them and you know give them dual citizenship and then yeah they play with us. I don't know. Maybe that's what you want to do, like a Matty Cash kind of thing like with Pullman. Well, you kind of have to bring them in and then slowly just work them in and but, you know, have them ready. When, when the time comes. But that's not... But you also want to encourage them to go to big clubs, right? What did Deschamps did with all his players? If you look at... if Even before they became like the French actual players, right? Mm. He would talk to them and he would be like, hey, you need to make a move. You know what I mean? Did, where, did where, did, with, where did you see that though? 
I've seen it so many times. He did it even with Giroud. He, to, he told Giroud, you got to leave Chelsea. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like, but but he's Chelsea's like, a big club. Chelsea is a big club. And he's so like... So, is he saying that you have to go to big clubs or is he saying you have to start? You have to start. You have to start starting. So, what if you were right? starting in, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what, Le Havre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Le Havre or Lens. Or one of those teams in Lyon. It's, it's going to be hard for you. Yeah. It's, it's still so be you're not going to make right? the squad. <laughs> Dude, all I'm trying to say, it, it's not... I'm sure France has like mod, m- m- massive opponents. France has all the talent right bro. now. They 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 are a connection uh, between, um, you know, the African-French mm-hmm. uh, countries. Yeah. Um, and uh, they have a lot of talent that are floating in there nonstop mm-hmm. over and over and over again. I, I think... Uh, I was watching the news one time and I think the conservative French guys were not happy with the amount of immigrants <laughs> that they have in their country. Yeah. Um, but they just have a pool of talent. Um, and this is this is what we say, right? This mm-hmm. is what happens when Africans if Africans got the proper training. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at what the French are providing mm-hmm. to these kids. World class. Seen, and you've seen them, you know, world class. I, I think the natural abilities are there because... Mm-hmm. You know, Africans, we love football. We play every bloody day. Right. So I think they're just milking all that opportunity that they can get from mm-hmm. these guys. And, you know, these guys are now producing in the mm-hmm. highest uh, highest of level. But if you're a small nation like Croatia, um, what, 4.8 million people? What's your network? What is, yeah, what do you got, right? Mm-hmm. You know, is Dinamo Zagreb or nothing? Is that what it is? <laughs> Maybe. Um, it might be. Right? Who knows this? this. There's always some. There's always. But Modric didn't out. blossom until he was 27, 26. No. Agree, so yeah. this is what you're dealing with versus a team like France or mm-hmm. even England now, because yeah. England is also going through that. There's a lot of immigration mm-hmm. now. They did but, Brexit to try to cut off that uh, link for immigration, but yeah. still, there's still a lot of Africans who travel, of uh, Anglo Africans who travel out uh, to to England for mm-hmm. a better life, and they their kids now are English, right? Yeah. So. Um, what do you really do at that stage? <laughs> but anyway, Deschamps is a good good manager. Yeah, he's, um, he's done good. I'm, I'm like, I he's, was. He's done. He's done what Germany should have done fucking long time ago, man. Well, what, what do you mean they should have done? You're telling you're telling me that Hansi Flick should be parking the bus and counterattacking? No, 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 not that. What what killed? Maybe that's what Hansi Flick should have been doing. No, because they they uh, them and Argentina are the joint most. Uh, the the joint highest chances created in the group stage, them Argentina Brazil was third. Okay. Right. Yeah, but, but that's because the players. But they, they just have, they just did couldn't finish. Right. Take your team to a fucking finishing session and do it for four for three months. Who? <laughs> no. That's man. that's like, what that's bro, what that's, like, that's what he might have to do. I think I think he should have played the. I mean, we can go on to what Germany should have done. But I think he should have played his personnel based off of that. Look, so everybody's been raving about Southgate, right? Everybody's been talking about, oh my God, look at how some like finally Southgate has learned. He switched it over from three four three to to four three three. <laughs> like, oh my God, right? Like he had no choice yeah. because his backline, he knew he had he he picked wrong. I'm, I'm going to say this all the time, and no, no, nobody wants to tell us that um, uh, Southgate picked the wrong center back. Mm-hmm. He picked Maguire. He should have picked Fikayo Tomori. Yeah. Right? He picked wrong. So now, he's now playing where he has to protect a back four. He, he's not playing anymore to, like, stay on the front foot. Mm-hmm. He's playing, like, hey, everything we do. So, 
yeah, has to protect them. Yeah. And because then the, he, because Maguire doesn't have pace. Maguire doesn't have pace. That and then the French scored their goal mm-hmm. and scored it early. So now he was forced to attack. Mm-hmm. And he was forced to make it a boxing match. If not, he was going to stink up the place, yeah. take it all the way to extra time and see what was going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So he was forced to take it into a boxing match, which it ended up becoming a boxing match. And what ended up happening, England lost, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because he didn't still, even at the crucial moments, he still didn't have the right personnel, mm-hmm. right? He still didn't have the right personnel. So we can talk all about like, um, all this stuff right now. We can all mention like, oh, uh, the, the, uh, I'm going to give them a training session <laughs> where they're going to shoot times 50. Um, no, just pick the right personnel because you're not going to, you don't have the players for that long to train them up on yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Full Krug was right in front of you. You guys weren't using him. Fugu was a finisher, and, and then exactly, and then eventually, and he wasn't. He's not an elite finisher, but, he, but for he gives you, he gives but for you, tournament standards, yeah, he's better than what other uh, stuff you have, and he's also a threat for yeah. other defenders. He's something else that the other he, defenders have to think about. Exactly, he's a so different type of profile. This is this is the thing. This is what makes Deschamps so clear off a lot of these managers, mm-hmm. and because he understands his team. Yeah, in the world in the World Cup twenty eighteen, when they won the World Cup, he looked at it and he said. I need a striker who can be there. Jeez. I need I need a midfielder who can who can create Pogba and Greece. I need a midfielder who can defend or Kante. who can Kante. And and then Matuidi, mm-hmm. right? He had the right balance. He picked based on that balance. Yeah. In in 2018, he did the same similar thing, but then Pogba had a rush of blood, lost the ball, Switzerland uh, came back penalties, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, um, I still want it. you know, I need a guy who can stretch the team. Kylian Mbappe. Mm-hmm. Didier Deschamps knows how to set his team up well. And that comes from experience. He's played on winning teams. He won the World Cup in 1998, if everybody has forgotten. Oh, yeah. This guy won the World Cup in 1998. Yeah. And he, he, won, he won it as a manager. He, he won it as a player. He won it as a manager. player. And in 2018, he won as a manager. Mm-hmm. 2014... I don't like the the the. I can't remember who it was they lost to again. Was it Germany that they lost to, or uh, I can't remember. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, um, I think it was a two one loss or two something loss. But anyway, he yeah, lost it wasn't to Germany because Germany played uh, Brazil. No, no quarterfinal. Quarterfinal. It might have been Germany. Maybe you should touch it up. But twenty fourteen, he mm-hmm. lost the, the thing, and then he learned what do I need to get myself there. Yeah. Right. What 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 is the what is the thing that can take me. Uh, uh, what they call it? Um, uh, the geez, what is the thing that can take take us over the line? And you can see since then, since then, Didier has not been putting the foot wrong. Twenty twenty twenty, uh, the the Euro mm-hmm. sure was not a great performance, and I said it was just a rush of blood from Pogba. They made a mistake. They Germany. paid the price. Yeah, Germany. I remember. Yeah, one nothing. So, yeah, they made a mistake. They paid the price for that in uh, the Euros, but since then. He's now said, okay, all these injuries, Kante is gone, Pogba is gone, Nkuku that I was really looking forward to utilizing, gone. gone. Benzema, who is the Ballon d'Or winner, gone. Uh, Kipembe, who, as much as he's rash, he's crazy, gone. Um, Lucas Hernandez, as much as he's not an attacking threat, but defensively solid, gone. Who else is gone on that team? He he has he only has, what, Giroud, Mbappe, and uh, Griezmann. Mm-hmm. And then Varane. Varane was almost gone, but he came back just in time. Mm-hmm. 
and now he has the setup that he wants. Yeah. But Vard was fucking up. He took him out. Mm-hmm. Kunde now, solid back on the back. He has solid defenders now that can protect him and I can give him the opportunity for Theo Hernandez to work through. Now, I'm giving him credit now. I criticized him earlier because I think he should have played Lucas and I mean, Theo Hernandez over Lucas Hernandez earlier on, mm-hmm. but that's whatever it is. And Theo Hernandez, you've seen you know, him get cooked sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 Lucas, I think, would have had the same problem. But at the end of the day, I feel like he got lucky too, but at the same time, he's picked the right personnel to get the job done for France. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But Argentina is still going to win 2-1. Um, maybe they might not win. Uh, maybe I should change my prediction, but I'll keep it at 2-1. I don't see how Argentina is not going to win this World Cup. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our preview, guys, uh, for the World Cup final. Um, I, I hope everybody gets to enjoy it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. And hopefully we can be back next week to chat up the rest of uh, how the results went and how this World Cup went. Um, Changing gears now, Mm -hmm. real quick. Portugal. Fernando Santos has been fired. Yeah. Did Tati Mourinho take the job? Mourinho? I don't think Mourinho will take it just yet, though. Still... What do you mean? This is this guy has always been talking about how he wants this is the, the job he's going to get. The Portuguese job? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. We'll see. But I don't know. I, I think what Mourinho is doing right now in Roma, he likes it. So I want him to stay with Roma. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this. but I want At least I for want, two years. I want Mourinho to stay with Roma. Like This came at the worst possible time. Yeah. But at the same time, that is so juicy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a juicy... Like, this is the next age mm-hmm. of superstars. But try... R- that Portuguese team, except for that, they need a defender. Except for that, they are well-stacked. Nuno yeah. Mendes, Rafael Guerrero... They just need a guy to get it there. Yao Cancelo, Dalo, Bruno Diaz, Pepe, I know, is going to probably retire from international football. But the thing, though, the, the, the thing... The offensive firepower is yeah, ridiculous. The offensive firepower is ridiculous. Midfield is stacked. How's the defense? The defense that, is nice. No, they only just need a new center back. That's it. So, but now, you see, you look at all of this right now, right? Mm. Danilo sucks as a defender, by the way. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at it and I'm like, this team, they can play. This team is good. Mm. But will Mourinho bring the final fucking piece out of them? Bro, Mourinho's not going to bring no final piece out of them. They're going to bring it out of themselves. All Mourinho needs to do with this team, park the fucking bus, counter... <laughs> look, because, look... That's, that's, what, I, that's I, what I was saying, I'm because... T- I'm telling you, look, I, I always like to talk about, like, oh, you know, attack, attack, and I've criticized Southgate for not attacking, but that's because Southgate needs to understand his personnel is an attacking personnel, mm-hmm. right? Mourinho... Needs to understand that he's a t- personnel is attacking, but he would teach them, hey, look, defend. you just need to defend. You see what France is doing? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we can do, and we can do it better. But here's how we're going to now fucking hurt the teams. Mm-hmm. Counter. I guess, yeah. If Mourinho Counter. goes, then, uh, yeah, they, because they have the li- firepower, but then it'll almost be like Jao Felix is playing in Atletico all over no, again. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's but like, we, have, we have to see We have to see it. I, I have to see it first, you know, because right now what's going through my mind is very negative. But, <laughs> but, they'll park the bus in infinity, yeah. infinity, zero, zero penalties. Yeah, look, but, it's a but possibility, who but, who knows, but, right? but look, honestly, that team is designed for attack. Mourinho, I think. Mourinho is the genius I, I think that can get them Exactly, done. because people forget, right? If you go back to Real Madrid, 
Um, I can't remember what year it was, but when he was a Real Madrid, yeah, they, he had one of the most blistering teams on the counter attack. Yeah, and they scored the most goals they in scored, La Liga. I they think. fucking, they, I think they broke the record. They tore things up. Look at Mbappe. See? Yeah. How are you, how are you supposed to de- help? How is he supposed to be the best? Look, Griezmann had to come cover. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're watching the, we're re-watching the game. But yeah, Mbappe was just sitting there. You saw him. He stood yeah. there. He didn't do anything. That's Everybody right. else is doing the work for him. Of course. And I think that's that by design. I think that's by design. But sometimes, you gotta, like, you that's gotta, a critical moment. Clean, it could have been 1-1. One, one, yeah. And then now the game changes. Mm-hmm. But Griezmann, this is why Griezmann's one of the best players and I hope he really gets his fair share of due this week. He needs to move, man. Uh, but then again... His time to move is gone, bro. He likes, he likes athletic. His time to move is gone, unfortunately. He, he had his time and... He's I think, an, I think he's an athletic, athletic, athletic player through and through. All, all I think is now at this point, Diego Simeone just needs to get fired. <laughs> he will never. They I love, love him. They I love Cholo. I love that Cholo, guy. These guys that guy fired, did bro. something that nobody else could do. He won the fucking exactly. He's not. He's going nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> Sorry. He's staying there. Uh, but back to Portugal. Bro, uh, you look at all the players he has, bro. Doesn't matter. Back, back to Portugal. Yeah. Mourinho. Uh, uh, has an offensive riches. Yeah. Defensively, that's where he struggle. He's gonna struggle, but I think he can get away with either playing Danilo or even William Carvalho as a defender. Yeah. Danilo sucks, so maybe play Carvalho in there. Carvalho, I don't know why he didn't play. I don't know why they brought back Ruben Neves uh, when Carvalho was doing so well this World Cup. Yeah. It was just absurd. Um, but. Uh, yeah, dude, Mourinho's Mourinho's gotta get it, man. Oh, my favorite guy. He's man. gotta get my it. Joe Maroon. I, apparently, Mourinho means Maroon in uh, Portuguese, so his name is technically Joe Maroon in English. So he's a he's a color. He's a what? He's a color. Maroon. <laughs> he's a color. Yeah, he's a color. But yeah, dude. Um. So yeah, Mourinho might be his opportunity. Fernando Santos. I'm sorry. They should have sacked this guy away earlier. I don't know. I, I don't want to say sack. They call, probably call him national treasure, national hero. No, no. They should have sacked him. They should have fired his ass. <laughs> it's just like, bro, if, this thing pays me, bro. If I'm looking at it, I'm looking at Germany. I'm like, you should have fired Joachim a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. What the hell, man? Like, Because the, the, the rot eventually sets in. And they keep holding back to like past glories. They don't know how to make changes. And then when they finally start making changes, they look so, like, yeah. off. It looks like fish out of water. But another thing, too, a good, a really good manager understands and knows sometimes I'm not that guy to fucking get them there. If mm-hmm. you want the best for the fucking team and the nation, mm-hmm. do your due diligence and back down. Like, look, at, at some point, Joachim said, I know these niggas are not going to fire me. I got to go. Yeah, you know, I gotta go. I, I'm stepping down after this. This is it. Right? That's like Cheech. Yeah, so but I, I, I'm so disappointed. I wanted Cheech to Cheech, stay. Cheech, oh, Cheech but he would have still played Fred. So fuck him. Good thing that he left. Man. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck man. See, that's the thing. Cheech knows, oh. right? So did Joachim. Joachim knew, but Joachim knew later, which which hurt Germany in in time, mm. because if if this had already started, if if it had already started four years ago. Where it was a different manager with a new fucking ideas, new tactics, new everything. Coming to this World Cup, Germany would have not been eliminated at this point. Well, when did um, Joachim leave? Did, was he still there after, in Europe? After the Euros. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, he left way too late, man. Yeah, exactly. But can you blame him? He's a World Cup fucking winner. Oh yes, I I but, just but, I, but, I honestly think the Germans just don't have talent. I just think you guys literally don't have talent. We just have a team. Your talent now finally is coming now yeah. with Musiala, Karim, um, all of them, Julian Brandt, all those guys. They all coming. I wonder who the hell is gonna be in that next squad, man. It's gonna be like we know a lot of them are gonna be, but I, it's they're still gonna be those guys. You know what I mean? Like well, the guys like you guys uh, are all seen it in two years. Like so. Marco Royce. Well, no, oh, Marco oh, Royce well, is well, done. Marco Royce. You is think done. so? He's finished. There's no way he can because of the injuries and shit. There's no what way. about Godse? Is Godse gonna be? Oh, no, Godse is finito. There's nothing he can okay. do. He, he cannot do anything more. This World Cup, honestly, I think you guys missed a very big opportunity. Yeah. I don't know how you guys lost big that game with Japan. Um, but but I, I know. Blame, but I Not blame, finished. I know, I know. But I actually blame Flick for that because he was looking one way and that one way was attack, attack, attack. Yeah. And that's nice. And as much as, you know, you guys hear me criticize managers for being too defensive, but you got you to gotta be flexible. Yeah. Um, and playing guys like Sule as a right back, I don't fucking know why he was doing that shit. Whatever happened to that dude, Nico Schultz? Um, Schule. Uh, uh, he no, played. No, Schultz, not Schule. Not Nico Schule. Oh, Schultz. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to him? And then there's also he Robert Gosens. got injured. What about Robert Gosens? Yeah, like, Gosens was nowhere to be found. Like, here, yeah? I watched um, him with Inter. I know he's been getting garbage minutes. He might have been injured and he was coming off the bench. Yeah. I'm off for the, uh, the Marco. But I just don't know why you guys didn't bring call up those dudes yeah. at least like, in, in the, I mean unless they were injured still they're still recovering yeah, but in the, still in the qualifications which is kind of weird because in the qualifications uh, side right he was called up he actually played a lot of games for Germany weird so I don't know what the hell happened maybe his form dropped or something yeah but besides that I don't think so I just think Hansi just, you know, was picking the guys that were in Germany. Personal, pick your personal yeah, right, He's just guys. picking everybody in Germany made it. <laughs> <laughs> pick your personal right. Because, this, the, and, and pick for balance and form. Yeah. Because I said, this World Cup is a World Cup of form. Yeah, there's some players that, you know, haven't been having a lot of mates with their clubs, but... Only, he, only one guy. Only one guy that got picked outside of Germany. And that was Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. The rest, the rest. <laughs> and he actually came and did some shit. Kai Havertz. And he came and actually the did end, some shit. When it right? didn't mean anything. But yeah. No, I like I like Havertz. I, I think finally he figured himself out, but it was too late. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is what I said. Like, I, the only, is there any person who has been off form that looked good this World Cup at least? Um, some people are saying on the fucking thing, Maguire. <laughs> No, no, no. Maguire played against Iran, bro. And he played against the States. And the States were working his cheeks bro. until eventually, like, they, and then Saga was like, yo, this is not the game. Let's park the bus, guys. Yo, let's talk about, like, you know, the, the, one of the teams that actually, like, impressed me this, this season. It's you actually USA. Up. Bro, um, speaking of which, actually, there's actually a piece that went coming on USA. With Gio, Gio Reyna? The Gio Reyna thing. Look, yeah. uh, bro. Are you fucking telling me the USA impressed you? They didn't fucking no, no, impress no, no, no. nobody. No, no, no. They, they impressed me with the way... They played the exact same... They get to the knockout and then they lose. No, it's not that, bro. Like, it is that. They had, they, had, they had some really good opportunities. It is that. But, but what I'm saying is they impressed me in, in a tactical sense that what they were playing out there 
What they did... They didn't show that tactical sense against fucking Netherlands when it mattered. They, Look, sh- they showed it, but the only thing is Netherlands is smart, bro. Fucking no, no, LVG no, no. knew it's, there's going to be space look, gaping in that it, box. This is, where it, this, is why, this is why I don't like this World Cup. Uh, I, I, no, no, I don't like it. I have mixed feelings about this World Cup. Mm-hmm. If you asked me yesterday, is this the best World Cup? I would have told you yes. If you asked me two weeks ago, is this the best World Cup? I would have told you no. If you asked me the first week, <laughs> I would have told you absolutely fucking not. It just keeps changing. If, yeah, or, or if you asked me, okay, maybe maybe the week, the day that uh, Argentina lost, I would have been like, yes, this is the best. This World Cup is a 7 out of 10. I actually sat down and thought about it. So There are so many, so many, so many fake-ass results that made teams look way better than they have looked and giving people a false um, reflection of how good this, these teams were. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying it, this World Cup hasn't been it, man. United States, when it mattered most... Couldn't finish. They didn't do the job. Yeah. It did not even finish. Simple... Like, Tyler Adams looked amazing against England. Yeah. But then he doesn't track Memphis, the pie of all people, back... <laughs> To prevent an opportunity, a clear opportunity, and he's a center mid yeah. that everybody's like, yes, he has a lot of energy. All of a sudden, he didn't have energy, and this was only the fourth game. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, but he was playing a full. I think he played all ninety minutes. That, does not matter. That, that it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, look at how far. Look at how. Look at how how much. Right. Look at how much that we were like. Oh man, these guys are playing out of their skins. Mm-hmm. Only to get here, and then they just shot the bed. There are so many of that. Australia, same thing. They fucking somehow found their way to the next round. Played horrible for like <laughs> 60 minutes, 70 minutes. And, and then all of a sudden, they're like, 20 minutes, we got to turn it up. Why didn't you do that for the whole game then? Why didn't you push Argentina for the whole game? Oh, because Messi's behind me. Well, you, you lost 2-1. Mm-hmm. And then people are like... Hold your head high, guys. You did such a great job. You still lost. <laughs> Canada. Let's let's throw them in the mix too. Oh, this is great experience for them in four years. In four years' time, what the fuck is gonna happen? We're hosting, aren't we? We're yeah, hosting in we're, two, in we're two, hosting in two. With Mexico and United States. But we we only have like two games here. What do you mean two games? <laughs> it's only two. Uh, games. It doesn't matter. But still, here's my problem. Here's my thing, right, bro? Like. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying, oh, they did so great. They made us proud. Yes, they made me proud. You still didn't make it to the next round. <laughs> this is why I love the 2018 World Cup, because 2018, there was no bullshit. Guys, if you, they, if you sucked, you sucked. They found you out early. They got your ass out. Uncle CV, Uncle CV has, has characteristics of our mom. <laughs> <laughs> No man, it's she, just she, she does the same thing too. Oh she my does, god! Oh great, you still love. Yes, <laughs> but that's the truth though. Well, like, yes, yes, yeah, every, everybody loves like oh silver linings. Where are all those teams <laughs> that did so well in four years ago? Where are they now? <laughs> Fucking so, getting knocked. So let's out. let's start off with England, right? Yeah, England came th- uh, fourth. Yeah, where are they in this World Cup? Knocked out at quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Belgium. Came third. Where did this World Cup? Knocked that in group stage. Croatia came second. Knocked yeah, they made, they, they made the semifinal. They 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 played for third place now, yeah. right? They're the only only Croatia and maybe France are the only two teams that made the same consistent thing. Yeah, Argentina that got knocked out in the round of I think round of sixteen, round of 16. by France. Four, by France, look at where they are now. Mm-hmm. Final, right? Um, uh, what they call it? Morocco, 
who didn't make it past the group stage. This is what I'm telling everybody. Four years is so much, so many, uh, what do you call it? It's a long time. Mm -hmm. Yes, we look at this World Cup like, oh, they did so fucking great. This is, it doesn't mean anything. So many things can happen in, in a year. Yeah. Then you go into two years, then three years, then four years. So many fucking things, guys. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to all the bullshit. Oh, they, they're so great. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> right? Or, or, the, or the other one, like, oh, it's such a great World Cup. Let the dust settle. Yeah. Let the dust settle. No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, um, with the U.S., right? I was talking about, like, the way they, they, they set up to play. And in some games, what they actually did were very tactical. Because um, what they did was they had a middle block. And in that middle block, they didn't do anything. So literally what happened was they would wait until, it, until the ball passes the first, second line. As soon as it passes that second line, then they will press you. And they press you out of the situation. Then why didn't they do that against the Dutch? Look... I, I, th I think they did, but I think what happened why with the why Dutch... Why didn't they do it effectively the Dutch, the, the Dutch? Dutch got the fucking... Because the Dutch are good tactical masters. Look, yeah. guys, I, I don't want to... I'm not discrediting anything you're saying right now in terms of the United States. I don't think they were impressive as everybody makes them out to be. We can all talk about like, oh, you know, here's how they did. Here's the stuff that they did. Bottom line is how effective was it, mm -hmm. right? How... Like, which, if you want to look at an injustice, this World Cup, if you want to say, is, I'll go back to Brazil. Brazil wasn't because the tactical set up everything until mm -hmm. the last, they fucked up on the last second and they paid the price. They weren't on it for 120 minutes. They paid the price for that. Because of Fred. Right? Because of Fred and, <laughs> and the rest of that freaking team that forgot, like, hey, we have to actually defend. Right? So, but uh, the teams that were actually on it, Morocco, they were fully on it. You see the kind of how they they got themselves all the way, mm -hmm. all right? You see uh, even Croatia to an extent. Mm -hmm. You see how far they got themselves. Argentina, France, that is it. Look, England, states, all these bum teams. Let's shut the fuck up about them because they did not, they they did not do anything to me that tells me like, oh yeah, great, great setup. You got knocked out in the round of sixteen. Mm -hmm. England, you got knocked out in quarterfinals. Now speaking of England. Everybody's saying, like Jimmy Carragher was saying, hey, um, only an English manager can coach England. Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> so I want to bring up something. Actually, I want to hear your opinion on this before we get up on, on this piece. What is it? What is your opinion? He says only an English manager can coach uh, England. So you have to be born from that country to coach well, it really depends on the fucking country, but I don't think so. I think a lot of people can coach the team. So funny enough, nobody, you know, on the men's side, they haven't won a World Cup mm -hmm. from a team that's uh, been coached by a foreign yeah. thing, by a foreign uh, manager. So Eng England hasn't won? No, no country has won with a, with foreign, a foreign manager. manager. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. you have to be from your country to win. I don't think that's exactly true. <laughs> You just have to be fucking good. Exactly. You have to be fucking good. These xenophobic fucks, man. Look, I'm just going to say one thing, and I'm just going to kill it dead right here. The English women won the Euros with a Dutch manager. Mm -hmm. So you guys can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. It does, like, look, England, you guys don't produce good managers, man. Like, I mean, the only good manager that maybe looks good, Eddie Howe, but I think everybody should wait and see on that. Yeah. Graham Potter now is testing his grounds with Chelsea and he's looking like a bum. <laughs> um, 
I don't think he's a bum. I actually like Graham Potter a lot, but I think he took it way too early, and that's yeah. fine. But still, he's not looking good. Frank Lampard with Everton, a joke. <laughs> um, Steven Gerrard, I think there's a reason why Jamie was saying this, because he wants his friend to get the job. Mm-hmm. But he got fired by Aston Villa, mm-hmm. and they were left him in the relegation battle. Scott Parker, he doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. As soon as he left Burnmouth, Burnmouth played better. <laughs> right? Like, bro, man. I think Scott Parker actually would be yeah, decent yeah, yeah. coaching them. Yeah. But I think they will not defend to save their life. They will score five goals, they will lose 6-5. Yeah. That's how this English team will play. But overall, dude, that is some xenophobic shit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, I think Tuchel is there, England. If Southgate steps down, because the FA don't know how to do their job anyway. Yeah, Southgate said he's, he's considering his future. Let him just step down, bro. Like, don't consider it. Step the fuck down. If Southgate <laughs> steps down... It's not good because he's not gonna win Euro uh, 2020 24. Let's be real, he's not. I will bet million dollars this dude ain't gonna win shit. He's not gonna win 2024. I can guarantee you, there's gonna be another team that's gonna come up. Portugal's gonna, even Germany's Germany, gonna come up, Germany will be there. and he is not gonna win that shit. Even France, look at how fucking stacked they are. Mm-hmm. They're not even. Uh, anyway, this dude is not gonna win it. So he might as well just put in his two weeks and let somebody else try at least. Let them take them to another final. If they bought you, they bought you, whatever. But at least the new manager, I know Tuchel is not going to call up Harry Maguire. I know Tuchel for a fact will fucking call Fikayo Tomori. He will be like, nah, this dude, Harry Maguire, I don't want to call him a bum, but he is a bum, and I'm not going to play him. But he he sold fucking Tomori. He sold, he, sold, he sold Tomori because look at the, who he was competing against. I guess so. Right? But if he gets the opportunity now, I, I can guarantee he's not gonna he's not gonna take Harry Maguire over tomorrow, right? And if he's not, and if imagine, imagine if he does, you took her out, bro. Out, took her fucking out. Uh, <laughs> um, I can actually see it happening. No, yo. probably, probably happen, man. Didn't you, didn't you guys want to buy Harry Maguire at one point? Who? Hell no. <laughs> I th- I thought I read like. Yeah, the, the, the rumors were going out and Tuko came out and said, we had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <sighs> oh, my God, dude. Um. Anyway. Yeah, dude. I, 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 Tuko or whoever else. Pochett- Pochettino. Get Pochettino. Yeah, yeah. It's Pochettino. Fuck, get an Argentinian to help but you guys actu- do it. There's actually stories right now that Potter may be fired and Poch no. is coming in. <laughs> Yo, for real? <laughs> Yo. Yo, they're like, nah. They're like the, the, the sack calls are getting greater. So oh, my God. No way. The fans are not... Uh, but it's like you guys gotta wait till New Year's to see what's really happening. No fucking way. But I guess like you know Todd Bowley has it in his mind, but I don't know if he's gonna act on it. Mm. He'll give it. I think he'll give him some time. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get sacked, man. Yo, Yo Graham, Honestly, I'm not a fan of Graham. I'm not I like in big teams. Yeah. Why? I just need Graham to just. Go, like he just needs to stay at Brighton, yeah, for two more two years. More years yeah. Just get it right with Brighton. Take them to top six, top four, if you even. Even though I think that's bullshit anyway. Like, or win a trophy. Yeah. He didn't do neither, and then they gave him fucking Chelsea. <laughs> like, what have you done to deserve? 
man, fucking Walid Regrawi. You guys should come and you guys should get Walid Regrawi then. Yeah, why not? Fuck, man. Let well, him Luis Enrique is available, man. I don't know why niggas is still. If I'm England, I'll call yeah. up Luis Enrique, even though I actually I'll be pissed off with him because he would probably change the whole profile of the team and only call midfielders up. He would be like, oh, <laughs> defenders, we don't do that here. Only mid. Oh, but we need a striker. Oh, yeah, midfielder can do it. Foden can play as a striker. I'm <laughs> waiting to the day that fucking Pep goes international. Pep? And, and Mourinho, actually. I'm waiting until he goes into Mourinho might well. actually do it. I, but Pep, though, I don't think wants to do it. Do, do, do you know it's so fucking boring? Oh, yeah. Because you're only playing, like, once every... Yeah, once every, once, like... Once every four, you wait for three, your players. Three, four months. Everybody else, like, uses so, your so, players. So what, what are you doing in, the, in that, like, three, four months that you're waiting? I don't know. Like, are you just jacking <laughs> No, <laughs> What's no, going no, no. on? Honestly, man? I feel like... I feel like... That is one of the easiest jobs, and you have enough time to prep and design your team properly. Yeah. But man, actually, I find these days the 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 most the most busiest time is actually the fucking planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You gotta plan. Yeah, you gotta plan. But I I think for me, the best part about it is like you get. I mean, if you have a good team, right, like mm-hmm. England, um, or France or Portugal, you get enough time to kind of like okay, this is. I watched a couple of games for Jao Cancelo. I watched a couple of games for Rhys James. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of games. You know, this is the kind of profile that fits the mold. I have a plethora of right backs, um, a plethora of mids. Yeah. Pl- you know what I mean? Like, this is kind of how I can they set need, my team they, up. They need to, like... <clears throat> I think a documentary needs to come out for that soon. Yeah. Or some type yeah. of video or something to, to actually show... What these managers are doing for one, three, one, four months yeah, before what? any one of their fucking team is picked because we need to know. Yeah. Some of them, who knows, man? Fernando Santos is going to be fucking bitches and shit. <laughs> you never know. Yo, you never know. Three, three, four months off, bro. Everything is going through your brain. You're thinking, ah, I got time. I got time. You know, it takes it takes literally what like fucking five days to prepare a game and shit. Yeah, but like <laughs> you got four months, bro. No, <laughs> what no, money? No. And you're getting paid still. You're getting paid still. So so what are you doing in the no, three four I, months? I, one guy, uh, I think, was it the Cuba national coach or Costa Rica national coach quit because he said it was boring. Well, um, yeah, yeah. It it looks like it's one of those jobs that like, you know. You go through a cycle, and after the cycle is done, and then you change. wait, yeah. and after you wait, then nah, you go through a cycle. That's not us, man. We need that blood hot. But that's why, that's why Pep doesn't want to go, yeah. because why would he do that, right? It's almost like a vacation for like a couple but of years. I think at some point, the Spanish, uh, um, what do you call it, Federation will probably force his ass to come back. No, 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 no. It. Did you see the thing where they did, where they uh, sent um, De Gea happy retirement? Um I don't know if you see that. It? No, this was like before the World Cup started. They called De Gea up and they told him, um, the president told him, hey, congrats on your retirement from international football. <laughs> and then De Gea was like, I haven't, I haven't announced my retirement yet. Yeah. Then, then they were like, yeah, you're not, we're not calling you back. You're done. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah. So, wow. Anyway, maybe that's the kind of thing that they're doing, those that's type crazy. of pranks. Um. But anyway, we've gotten to the end of the show before we even extend this a little bit further. What is it, like two hours? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Was it two hours? Fuck, man. Um, yeah, it's about an hour 42. Fucking hell. I thought we were actually at the two-hour mark. That's crazy. Jesus. Well, yeah, guys, we have to cut this off. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys have a fantastic World Cup 
final. And, I really, I dead place. I, nah, I'm not watching that shit. But I really hope, I really hope Who's we get. Win? Oh yeah, the third place. Who's gonna win the third place, bro? I call one one. It's gonna Morocco. go to extra time penalties. Morocco will win it. You think Morocco will win it? I think, I think, Croatia will win it. Um, I don't, I don't. Morocco know. will do it and then bring history to fucking. To the, to the well, they already they already did bring history, so yeah. But this is gonna be another history if the if okay. a, if an African team places in the podium, right? Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, I hope we have a phenomenal World Cup final. You know, it'll be a sick World Cup final, a three-two game to yeah. whoever. Well, it's almost like it's almost identical because Argentina is also looking for revenge for twenty eighteen. Yeah. So they they they, uh, they got some for But I, I think I think they want to win the World Cup first. Of I've course, been seeing yeah. some French players talk a lot of smack. I'd be like, guys, be careful, man, because I seen what Giroud posted. I mean, what did he post? Uh, what what he said in the press conference? He said, um, "I respect Messi," which is what you should say, you know. Yeah. But he's like he's like uh, we're going to make sure that he doesn't win that final. Damn. Well, I mean, Messi, just be, but the thing, the thing is, Messi has become more aggressive and more because he's not a nice guy. He knows this is it. He knows this is it, man. This is now or never. If mm-hmm. I don't win it now, when am I gonna win it? Exactly. Damn. You win it when you're dead. This is destiny, man. Yeah. We're watching destiny, but you don't want to piss Messi off, man. Yeah. In a way, in a way, Netherlands do. In a way, you don't want to, but in a way, you may want to, and then throw him off his game, and then he starts thinking about that. I feel like if there's any team that can do that, it's the French team, but who knows? Netherlands tried. Yeah. <laughs> but Netherlands are not as talented as the French team. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Argentina, we, we, we both, the Calgary Bros football podcast are in unanimous uh, on this decision. We support. Messi. We're not supporting. I'm not supporting <laughs> Messi. But we believe that Argentina will take this final. Yes. Watch, watch it be like a crazy game. France win like 8-2 or some bullshit. All I know is... <laughs> all I know. This is going to be wild, man. It's going to be it's going to be tension-filled, bro. Mm-hmm. Tension-filled, bro. Anyway, guys, we got to go. Thank you so much. We love you all. You guys have a great one. Ciao. Ciao.